Before we get started, we have an important rule that will set the stage for all of our podcasts now and into the future. No matter what the topic is, wrestling fans lately have been so angry. Angry at the product. Angry at each other. Angry at each other's opinions. Well, this podcast is all about opinions. No one is right or wrong. We just want everyone to have a place to discuss what we all love. Professional wrestling. Everyone loves ice cream, right? But we all like different flavors. Some of us like chocolate, some of us like vanilla. There are no wrong answers. So as long as you're okay with that, you're welcome to join us on this ride that we call the 20 by 20 podcast. So let's get to the pod. episode of the 20 by 20 podcast your glimpse into our twisted ocd view of the world of professional wrestling with a sprinkle of pop culture inside jokes any other bits of nonsense that we can come up with to entertain you and really just to entertain ourselves my name is peter i'm going to be guiding you through this journey with me as always is my co-host chris what's going on chris what's going on how are we doing inaugural show this is this is a big deal it's like wrestlemania we got the Rockets are out here. Liberace's coming down. Gonna play it a little bit. <laughs> this is already starting with a bang. Um, I'm liking this already. So um, this is our first episode. Obviously, it's gonna be like uh, all the classic firsts that you have in your life. Pilot episodes. For me, I'm thinking this is gonna be like uh, the assassination attempt on David Palmer. Uh, Rick Grimes waking up in the hospital. Uh, Santa's little helper. That was a classic Simpsons first episode. You uh, came down to the basement like Scully trying, you know, meet Mulder. <laughs> Tony Soprano visiting uh, Dr. Melfi for the first time. I don't know. I haven't got to that yet. Yeah, how can you not? What are you watching right now? This is horrible. Um, hip-hop evolution. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I had a whole list of firsts that we've already uh, blown through uh, or just ignored. What about when Jerry met up with the girl that he met in Michigan? I mean, that's a good one. That is a good one. That episode's terrible. But and there's that, a... That, I mean, what a pilot is good, except this one. Oh, uh, yeah, and all the <laughs> ones that I just named. Uh, Oceanic 815, exploding over the ocean. I don't know what that is. You had my DVD <laughs> for like 10 years. <laughs> I think Jacob may still have it. He hasn't watched it either. No, he hasn't. You two are. You haven't finished Boardwalk. No, I watched The Wire though. I mean, that's, you did. That's uh, this what is. What else two, do you got to do after that? This is 2018, everybody. Just uh, it may be 2019 yeah. when this airs. So uh, we're talking about things from uh, 10, 15 years ago, but that's all good. We're coming to you live to tape <laughs> from the home of the Sheik, Detroit, Michigan. So you may hear us give uh, opinions and, and references to Detroit. You'll, you'll get to learn and love the city of Detroit like we do. Before we get started, let's talk about the namesake of this podcast, 20 by 20 Apparel. Chris, you want to uh, tell us a little about 20 by 20? 20 by 20 started in 2015. I got the sticker right in front of me. I can take a look and make sure I got the right date. Started, did a few designs for, for folks and realized that's kind of a pain, so we just decided to go our own way. And uh, me and my, our buddy, Steve-O, You'll meet him eventually on here, I'm sure. Got together and uh, printed the first line of shirts, and from there it's uh, kind of spawned to pins, 
Our bread and butter is the Mecca Tees. So, uh, yeah, just swing on by, 20by20apparel.com. Check it out. Tees, T-shirts, hopefully a poster soon enough here. A second poster. we got a Chic Blood one up there. So, uh, yeah, all sorts of goodies for you. And I'm sure we'll talk about it a little later, but it's more than just T-shirts. It's true. Um, we, I mean, more than just apparel, I should say. We also have uh, our friend Knox Money with his music. Steve-O does the beats, so there are links on there. Yeah, also, and then uh, the Five Count, which spurred this podcast, where we uh, originally just blogged our five best on various topics in the world of wrestling. That's true. So you could read some of those originals there, which I'm sure we'll retouch on here. Lots of good stuff on the website. So you'll be hearing uh, no commercials on our podcast as of now because no one's going to pay to have a commercial on this podcast. To Lafayette, Coney Island, and the city. Yes. <laughs> yeah, um, Sweetwater Wings, if you're out there, um, if you want a paid advertisement for the three people that are listening to this, uh, hit us up. <laughs> so as Chris said, this is the long-awaited podcast. Uh, it spawned from our written blog. Uh, we're planning on running these, I think we're going to say twice a month for right now, until we hit our sweet spot. We'll see what happens. Uh, we're aiming for 30 to 60 minutes each. Uh, we know that your podcast listening time is valuable. Between Chris and I, I don't know how many podcasts we listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, so we know that we don't want to sit here for an hour or two hours or four hours. Like a Monday Night Raw, <laughs> no one's watching. <laughs> yes. Nothing against the podcasts that go that long, but... We, we love them. We yeah. listen to them. But we want to be a quick one. We just want to be like uh, you're hanging out with your friends and you're talking about wrestling. So we don't need to dive three hours deep into something. We're just going to be quick in, quick out, listening on your lunch break, going home. You know, we call know. ourselves the Tuesday Night Titans of podcasts. Does that mean because... Because... <laughs> Because no one's watching us, or because we're so... Our studio audience is just our friends? Yes. And Lloyd, the dog? Uh, maybe because um, we're so off the cuff, and no one's really uh, there to wrangle us in. Uh, it makes me Lord Alfred Hayes, though, in this situation. The main focus of each episode is what we're going to call the five count. So we'll get to that in a little bit. We've had the written version here for years, but now it's time to jump off the page, and you're going to hear it live and in living color. So you're going to hear the first episode, or the first offering of the five count, a little later. So get through uh, these last, these next couple minutes with us, and uh, we'll get there. The first few episodes are just going to be me and Chris, but we're going to start to rotate in our friends here, get their perspectives on any topics that we're discussing. We may get some special guests. I don't know if we're actually ever going to do that, but that's going to be our, our goal Our ultimate goal is to have a podcast that sounds like a conversation between you and your friends, like I said before. Uh, We're going to have some laughs, we'll get in some arguments, we'll have references that you'll probably pick up on after a little bit, but the idea is just to have a free-flowing conversation and you're just here listening along with us. While we're here, let's also mention all of our social media so you can follow us and interact with us on a daily basis. We're making it easy for you to remember. 20 by 20 pod, that's 20x... 20POD, 20 by 20 pod. That's on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at 20 by 20 pod. Email 20 by 20 pod at gmail.com. And you can uh, follow along also 20 by 20 apparel at all those spots. 
We have also a few other random nonsense. You can follow Attitude Era Signs on Instagram. That's true. That's a good one. Yes, and Sheik Blood on Instagram. Sheik Blood's another good one if you're so, a fan uh, of the Sheik. Uh, you'll find all those through the main ones, though. 20 by 20 apparel and 20 by 20 pods. So start there and branch your way out in some other nonsense we tackle on Insta- or social media. Nonsense is pretty much a word we're going to use multiple times, probably every show, because that is what we are all about. So for the pod, let us know what topics you want to hear from us. Tell us your opinions on past episodes or just follow us. Um, lately, we've been trying to do uh, everything that's, uh, well, what do we call that? The, uh, the National Whatever Day. And we yes. try to tie it in. It was easy at first. October was easy. November <laughs> got a little harder. You start um, to double up. I mean, I've seen National Cookie, National Homemade Cookie. I mean, how many times can we share Deborah baking cookies for Steve Austin? But I mean, I'm, I mean, we could do that every day. I <laughs> wouldn't mind that. Controversial off the bat. That's one of the Austin's best eras. He it won't was. say it, but Jesus said it was great. <laughs> that was <laughs> phenomenal. Like, I could watch that. We need to put on the, the what DVD? Uh, or just the, uh, I don't know if the, the pay-per-view DVD has this, but just that picture of austin's face rotating with the three faces the three faces that's a good <laughs> that one. might be the the home screen on the dvd just leave that on a loop yeah the, i got an argument with steve-o once about how there wasn't a dvd called steve austin what he's like that does not exist and i think i took a picture and sent it to him and let's see what's next um if you're listening to this you're probably already one of our friends or we blew up and you're going back and listening to our archives Either way, we appreciate your download. So let's take a little time here on our first episode to talk about us, because you're probably wondering who we are. Uh, We want to give you a reason to stick around. We don't want to just jump right into the nonsense. So we're going to get into a couple minutes of who we are and what we're all about. Again, my name is Peter. uh, I live in Farmington Hills, Michigan, just outside of Detroit. My co-host, Chris, is... uh, I am a Livonia resident outside of Detroit as well. Uh, quickly, um, we haven't discussed any of this, so this is going to be uh, <laughs> just as interesting for you or for us as it is for you. Um, how did we meet? Where was the first time that we met? I know it's about wrestling. It's about ICP. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Game on. It was, uh, I believe... The Psychopathic Traders message board. Oh, jeez. I think I AIM'd you one night. I think it was me and Steve-O AIM'ing you one, one night, and uh, the Pete Tadal. That was just Tadal. All believe. right, now we're getting we're getting way too deep. We did <laughs> you mean. asked how we met, but that was, was the clowns, I believe. And then, um, then we found out we were all wrestling marks. And... I recall the first time meeting you at an IWF show in Hamtramck. I don't even think it was the ones that were in uh, Dearborn. I thought it was the one... The guy like, broke his leg? I think it was. It was Nate Madsen. We were, uh, me and Rex were sitting on one side, and you and Steve were sitting, like, facing the ring. Yeah. Um, I remember that. I thought we all knew each other at the time. But... I don't think so. So I'm kind of the older, out-of-Garden-City-era <laughs> person of our group. Um, everyone you're going to hear in the next couple of weeks is probably going to be Garden City High alumni. I'm not a Garden City High alumni. But... I somehow I got. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> um, <laughs> I somehow got roped into uh, this group of friends. So, mostly uh, tied up with wrestling. We, uh, I mean, that's been. So, what year was that? That was two thousand and one. Yeah, that had to be. That was the run of those of insane the, IWF shows. So that was almost twenty years ago. We, <laughs> we have footage of us 
front row for Punk and Cabana on their first run through IWF. <laughs> Which, not knowing who they are, well, you... I, I know who they were. Yeah, but you did not like Punk at that time. I loved Sam Punk at the time. No, you did not. You made fun of his Pepsi tattoo. <sighs> All right. <laughs> I'm sure that'll come up in every podcast from here on out. <laughs> so we'll skip right over that. You may have noticed that we are not radio professionals. Uh, this is literally probably the first time the two of us have been on a mic, done anything uh, anything in this realm. We just think that we have opinions, um, and we hope that, you know, you stick around and listen to them. As we said before, we listen to a lot of different podcasts, so we kind of know the formula. We're not going to stick to someone's specific formula, but we, we think we know what's good, what's not, uh, what you want to hear. Nah, I don't know if we know what they want to hear. No, but. definitely not. Um just quick, you know, we listen to a lot of podcasts and they say, oh, we like this one and that one. If you're listening to this and you like wrestling, we know that you listen to the Conrad podcast, you listen to Austin, you listen to Jericho, we all do. But the ones, the couple things that influence us, or we hope that's going to influence us in the future, um, maybe things off the beaten path a little bit, um, growing up. And maybe not growing up, but in the past, you know, 5, 10, 15 years, uh, Howard Stern, obviously an, an influence on everybody. All the whack pack. I wish we had a crew like that. But, uh. <laughs> we may. Uh, <laughs> when you meet Chris's cousin Aaron, they may be the initial <laughs> whack pack member. Um, the years with Artie were great. Like, Fantastic. that's kind of my, like, era of Stern. Whether it was on Sirius or on the radio. Yeah, I, I was into them pre-Sirius a little bit. Um, and I had Sirius for a little bit right after. And then like a lot of boot, like random bootlegs of like, just classic shows and classic bits. Tons of Riley Martin. <laughs> Riley Martin's a good one. Uh, an ongoing bit is going to be me saying how cheap Chris is. He only had XM for or Sirius for a little bit I because he I had stock, the... though. <laughs> but he just gets it every six months when he gets a new car and then lets it fade out. I already getting ribbed for being cheap, so I mean... <laughs> This is going to go on uh, from here on out. Even before then... Talk radio for me was just something I always listened to. Um, it's uh, a staple here in Detroit. I mean, I guess everywhere, but I think Detroit has some of the best local sports talk for sure. Yeah, it has to. Um, I remember I had to be in seventh or eighth grade when WDFN came on. And I mean, it wasn't the same as it is now, obviously, because DFN is dead and buried, right? <laughs> but uh, I mean, even it was later than that, but Stoney and Wojo being together. Wojo, um, number one influence. I mean, no one outside of the Metro Detroit area is going to know him, but anyone in the area who's a sports fan does. Fantastic. Yeah. So many good ones. And I uh, introduced the Detroit area to Jim Rome, who's yeah. still on the air, podcast, the TV, regular radio. I mean, he's everywhere. and he's Shawnee B, local star. Sean Belizean, <laughs> fantastic. Uh, another wrestling reference real quick. Uh, Chris and I used to call Sean Belizean and make wrestling references for any topic. <laughs> and sometimes he would laugh, and sometimes we would get hung up on. Hung up a lot of times, but there were good ones. Uh, working in Vader's appearance on Boy Meets World <laughs> on there. Discussing Roddy Piper's, uh, what was it, his arm bar or something you had some sort of uh, uh the, the one i remember most was there was a topic about what sport athletes could cross over to another sport <laughs> and everyone was saying you know oh, michael jordan this or this person can do that person i called in with a kurt angle reference <laughs> and I, he laughed and 
I feel like we had a WrestleMania three reference somewhere too. Yeah, I mean, because um, he is somewhat of a, a fan, so of the old school. So any kind of talk, you know, we've been a fan of. So we're gonna try to draw from all of that, and hopefully, uh, our excitement and our opinions are going to overshadow the fact that we don't know what the hell we're doing. <laughs> so it's all good. Now that we're all good friends, uh, you know everything about us, and I'm sure everything. you'll everything. Sure, you'll learn more in the future. Things will come out, um, mostly when we're making fun of each other. So if you have any questions, feel free to ask. So we have a couple disclaimers here that we want to get into before we jump into the meat of the podcast. We're planning on having multiple little you know, reoccurring bits here and there. For this first episode or two, I don't think we're going to get to those. Uh, you may hear from our wives. Those are going to be <laughs> funny episodes or funny bits. Uh, you may hear just what we're into right now or just little things here and there we have planned. But for this episode or two, I think we're just going to jump right into the meat and potatoes. We're getting to the five count. So let's talk about the rules of the five count. The five count is a subjective list. We reserve the right to change our opinions wherever we see fit. Our list today may be different if you ask us again tomorrow. This list will definitely be different. Yes, <laughs> for sure. It'll be different tomorrow. <laughs> the rules of how we come up with each list are also subject to change. Uh, it's based on personal interpretation. I guess while we're here, we can go back. Another uh, influence that we have for this, definitely the Taz podcast. Um, he still has a great radio show and a great podcast. But the ones that we loved were the lists. Yes, um, the fantasy drafts, yeah. which weren't actually a draft. They called it a fantasy, but you're still just picking your picking a list. <laughs> your list. Fantastic. And so clearly, uh, I want to say we were doing it on paper before him. So I'm not saying we're stealing this, but he's definitely yeah, don't, an don't influence. Don't choke me out, Taz. No, no. Uh, we love Taz. <laughs> One of our buddies went to Taz's uh, finishing school. Oh, really? Yeah, Bobby Shields. Oh. I think he was in the first class. Give him a follow on Twitter. Everyone should be down with yeah. true talent, Bobby Shields. I don't know what his, uh, is it real He's Bobby Shields? one percenter right now, I believe. That's, um, uh, now we're just getting <laughs> way on, off topic. Nonetheless, look up Bobby Shields on Twitter, everybody. Yeah, uh, Chris designed <laughs> the shirt for him. Does yes. he still have those? I believe so. He didn't sell out? Uh, I mean, I think he's re up, upped them a few times. Really? Yeah. All right. Well, see, there you go. If you're a wrestler out there and you need uh, design work. Yes. Swing you... on through. 20 by 20 apparel. Shoe slant. Affordable. Oh, jeez. Okay, the commercial's <laughs> over. That was five minutes ago. He's going to have to pay me for this, so let's, let's get next to it. Well, what are you up? Where were we before you rudely interrupted me? The rules of the five count? The rules of the five count. <clears throat> you're blowing Taz. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's keep talking about the five count. Uh, it's meant to be a collection of our favorites on each topic, not necessarily the best. Um, that's always a, a discussion you see with people. Uh, fans have X and Y as the best. We're going to say, you know, if we have a list of the top five wrestlers of all time, you're going to say Flair, Austin. You know, it's, we're not looking for the best. We're looking for our favorites. So we're going to mix it up and have a little conversation, have some fun with each other. Just like when you're sitting at home, you know, watching a pay-per-view with your friends. If you're on a road trip, talking to your buddies. Again, that's kind of the goal here. That's um, kind of what spawned this, road it, trips. It does. TPI driving and <laughs> BSing. Yeah, I mean, we've been on many road trips to shows and just hanging out. And again, we want you to be a fly on the wall of our conversation. 
We don't look at each other's lists prior to each five-count segment. The lists are sealed and guarded by the same officials who oversee the NBA lottery. <laughs> uh, Royal Rumble number entry. This is very serious business. Slammies. Slammies. <laughs> uh, we don't want to be influenced by each other's list. Another part of the rules, uh, we respect everyone who's a part of the wrestling business. So nothing we say or do here is meant to be a personal knock on anybody. Obviously, they're a part of something that we love, so we're not knocking anybody by saying they're not our favorites or anything. Definitely. More power to anyone in there. I don't care who you are. Except for Dave Meltzer, because I hate that fucker. <laughs> there we go. We weren't supposed to cuss. We weren't, but I can't help that with Dave Meltzer. I can't. He's okay. He's I have fine. nothing good to say. I don't know. He's an all right guy. He's got some guns on him now. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's get into it. We're getting to the five count. Uh, the opening matches have concluded, the lights are coming on, and it's time for the five count. Let's cue the music. Five. Oh, my. Five. Oh, he wants a five. five. He wants a five count. A five count. There's a sick man. There is a sick man. Well, well what about this five count? You are demanding of officials throughout the World Wrestling Federation, not for a three count, but a five count. You only have... The only man in the history of professional wrestling to demand a five-pound You're going to get a five-pound. Do you hear that? You're going to get a five-pound. Five! So, do we flip a coin to decide who goes first? Oh, wow, that's a good question. Uh... <laughs> I'm saying because I, I'm stealing this from Taz. Since I'm the main event, you're going first. <laughs> I go first. That's so fine. let me pull up my list because I've been studying this for many, many days. You know what? We didn't really mention. <laughs> this episode is our current favorites. Current favorite wrestlers, whether that is uh, however you want to use that as a, a reference. Um, Chris is going to start off. Uh, we, didn't, we, yeah, we didn't go uh, deep into rules, just current. So I guess, yeah, this is open to interpretation by either one of us. That's what always is going to be fun here. Especially with it? this one because neither of us is watching much current product. Yeah, the current product, that's a whole other conversation. But it's there's, uh, there's too much all around. Too much WB, too much New Japan, too many indies. I can't keep up anymore. Too much wrestling. It's a, a good problem to have, but it's, uh, it's a lot to do. Lot to keep up on. That's why these may be the only episode or two where we're talking about current stuff. We may gloss over it, but we're not going to sit here and micromanage what happened on Monday. I mean, Night we Raw. could discuss every time PCO gets his heart rejuvenated and tears down a house or something. That's now we're talking. <laughs> this this is Chris's only reference to the indie scene in the past <laughs> ten years. Ah, so. not so fast, my friend. <laughs> you haven't seen my list yet. All right, so. We're talking current favorites in the world of professional wrestling. Number five, Christopher, go ahead. Number five, all right, well, you know I watch a lot of New Japan. <laughs> all right, spit take number one. Uh, that's my fault for trying to drink water. Go so um, I was deep into the tournament. What tournament? <laughs> the, uh, you know. <laughs> The G1. All right, good job. Yeah, so I watched all of it but the finals. I still haven't watched that final match. I don't know who won. But I do have a New Japan guy on my list. Suzuki clocks it at number five. <laughs> Fantastic. So this is going to tie into very deeply uh, later on what Chris likes about professional wrestling. 
Um, I can only assume, I don't want to speak for you, that you just like how he uh, whoops Manhandles up. young boys? Yes. <laughs> His, and uh, that he comes out to like a K-pop song and the crowd sings and he sings. That's happening. He looks cool. He looks tough. I love the Bruiser Brodies and the Stan Hansons of the world. And they, that's what he is. He comes to the ring and everyone's terrified until they sing the song. It's the best of both worlds. He is kind of a, a nice little baby face over there for beating on young boys and everybody else. Honorable mention of Folly also for just beating down on people in the crowd. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other <laughs> conversation. But, we could have a top five Folly beatings of There's the a list. Yeah. Uh, but Suzuka, I mean, I guess I don't even have matches I could pull off for him. I, I just like the guy. He's <laughs> thank you for saving me from asking you what your favorite Suzuki match is. When he is. fights the uh, the robot and they explode when he pile drives him. <laughs> or when he rides the bike down the, oh, the ramp and hits the guy. Yes, more reasons to like him. I might have to climb up my list just for that. But yeah, I don't, I don't watch enough New Japan, but what I do watch... I I love everything that Suzuki does. That's fair. I I'm I can't hate on that. So my number five, um, I have two people on my number five. I'm already breaking the rules. <laughs> um, from TNA, of course. Of course, here we it is. I love some TNA. This has a story tied to it. So my number five, split between Grado and Joe he- Joe Hendry. Uh, I, I don't Joe know if Hendry. you know Joe Hendry. So. Grado is from Scotland. Um, his nonsense overseas was just uh, his comedy gold. Uh, yeah, if, definitely. If, if you've seen anything with Grado, if you've seen his uh, the Wrestling Road Diaries three with him and Cabana and, and Kikutaro, he's a uh, list worthy just for the entrance with living or uh, uh, not living on God no not living on Peron. <laughs> uh, I wish he's living on Peron. Uh, Madonna. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, I've watched that video. I don't know how many times. I don't times. know how he fights in the match, but that entrance is... Neither do I. <laughs> it's <laughs> but, gold. Yes. It's Shawn Michaels coming down from the rafters gold. I mean, there's, it's, it's up there. He, he is phenomenal. And so a TNA storyline from maybe a couple months ago, Joe Hendry was like his best friend. And so he came and long story short, Grado had a girlfriend. They thought that Joe Hendry was trying to hit on her. Just the usual nonsense. Great stuff in wrestling. <laughs> So, Joe Hendry, I've probably sent you the videos. Everyone should look it up from ICW. His gimmick is that he has, he sings and does a a music video about his opponent before (laughs) the match. And so, I learned about him a couple of years ago. Um, I was in Kohl's. (laughs) Yeah, this is so random. I was in Kohl's Christmas shopping, looking for something. This random guy came up to me looking for the exact same thing. He's all disheveled, and he's like, oh, I need to find someone. Let's uh, tag team this, like, demolition. And I'm like, <laughs> well, that's random. Like, okay, this could nice be reference. one of our friends. He came back. You know, we got everything we needed. And uh, I'm like, hey, thanks, but uh, I would have said tag team, like, the Brain Busters. We sat in Coles for, like, two <laughs> hours talking about wrestling. Um, I'm sure everyone around you enjoyed it. Oh, yeah, yeah, in the, the – towel blanket area of coals <laughs> never got the guy's name i think he gave me his phone number and i lost it immediately um, i always look for him at local shows but he put me up on joe hendry and 
just YouTubing that guy's videos, phenomenal. Well, this guy's deep in it then. He knows uh, TNA I, dudes. Usually, and this was like years before he was in TNA. This was just straight up okay. overseas stuff. Um, I wish I could find this guy. He's super cool. Well, so, maybe he's going to be listening here. Maybe. He was a big fan of the Conan podcast, nice. I remember. Who is it? Uh, I, uh, Disco and Fred. Kevin Gill is not a fan. <laughs> I think he's been fired from that show. Um, so, yeah. Currently, both are on TNA, and uh, they're doing great, as far as I know. I'm a little behind on TNA, but... I have them all saved, too. That's the great thing on, uh, if anyone out there has Google, not Google, YouTube TV. It saves it all. I mean, that, there's no DVR space, so I have a full year of TNA on there. One day I'll get to it and maybe catch catch some of these songs that he makes. Fantastic. All right, so uh, that was Grado and Joe Hendry. So we are back to Chris for his number four. Number four, uh, TNA alumni here. Um, of course. Again, I don't watch much of the current product, but I'll tune in for you know the big shows, most of the pay-per-views for WWE. And consistently, AJ Styles, fantastic matches. Lights out. You know, whatever he does. I don't know, promo skill-wise, if I'm fully into him. Um, fully into his hair. That's great. <laughs> and he's also, you know, alumni of Talking Shop. Friends of the pod back in the day. We did a tea for them. There's a whole nother <laughs> issue that we could talk about. We should have mentioned that before. Talk about the number one influence. Talking yeah, Shop was left a that one out. phenomenal podcast. Also, uh, Rocky Romero and his 30-minute rule is what we're trying to... Uh, <laughs> get to and we're pretty close so sorry rock we may be going over a little bit for your tastes but um we're gonna do our best to keep this to a sweet spot of 30 minutes or so yes so um so who's your pick aj styles well and, really going out on a limb on that one i it's it's rough i don't know much about the current product which uh i had some at one time yeah he's only he's only been around for 18 years so <laughs> I, I was uh off topic here harassed one of our t-shirts about uh I taglined our shirts as alternative, and he's like, really alternative with your 1970s <laughs> references. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you know what we're into, but, uh, I mean, you can't, I can't deny AJ Styles. I can deny that you didn't know he was in WCW in 2001. I did not. I don't believe there was a six-man tag. I don't believe AJ Styles was there. I mean, I'm... The, the cruiserweight tag? You we'll get into this when we get to the segments on what you're watching, but I'm currently watching some WCW, and I'm at 98, so I'm getting close to the... The gold here. I'm, I'm just got to muscle through some. I wouldn't call it gold, but that's okay. <laughs> and uh, my number four, I can't believe I only have my number four. This is how strong my list is. My number four is Pete Dunn. Of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, Pete Dunn has spent most of his years overseas. For all the indie wrestling that I've watched, I never really got into the, the England scene, which has kind of blown up over the last couple of years. Um Walter. What? Here we go. Um, Pete Dunn made his way over to, uh, well, I guess the first time I really saw him was the um, the UK tournament last year. Is that 2017? Yeah, I believe that was the first one. The second um, one just happened, right? Yeah. Um, so he came in, he lost in the finals of that tournament. But I swear, as soon as I saw him on the screen, I'm like, holy shit. Like, this guy's cool. Just his look. He does then, look cool. I'll give you that. And then just he wore like, you can just tell like he had the Taz singlet. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, this guy is going to, you know, whoop on somebody. And <laughs> I don't remember who he wrestled in each match, but he won the first round, and then he like abused the guy on stage, 
leading up to the next day. Okay. And uh, like Regal was all upset about it, and I'm like, oh, this guy's game on. <laughs> and I we saw him live at uh yeah, not that's... evolve at. Uh, progress. progress yeah yeah progress I was, progress i was sold on that then because he had some comedy bits in there and yeah. it was hilarious he is a badass yeah and uh, i'm watching i'm a little behind on nxt right now so i'm like mid 2018 nakamura era no no that's where you are <laughs> i've actually gotten past that um i'm like mid 2018 and he is a strong part of it. And he is just, there's no bad matches. It's all fantastic. This is what I need. I need a rundown of best NXT nonsense to just hit. Because I'm not going to watch it all. But if I had a list of matches and things in the past year, then maybe I could catch up on that yeah. stuff. Well, we'll talk about that later. But uh, <laughs> my number four, Pete Dunn, the man. Should be number one, but my list is so strong, he's only number four. All right. So, we're back to Chris for his number three. Number three. Well, you said the man, but you had it wrong. I got the man right here. Becky Lynch at number three. We have not uh, specified if this was man or woman. We are going it's favorites. It's all, all workers. That is. All walks of life. Um, Becky Lynch, lights out match. What was that? The Evolution? Was that the pay-per-view? The all-women's one? Uh, yes, it yes, was. Yes, her and Charlotte tore it down. That was the last man's last woman standing. What was that match? Ladder match? What was the <laughs> thing? <laughs> Whatever. Well, there was a ladder in it. What I think it was last man standing. Sure. I mean, that's where she got the man from. I don't know. But that match was lights out. They tore it down like 45 minutes or something. It was a long match. Yeah. That was fantastic. And I was never into Becky Lynch. The whole no, steampunk you were not. stuff. I was like, this is stupid. <laughs> I don't get it. And yeah, in the past month, just phenomenal just badass talking about a badass yeah um twitter game strong just abusing everybody i i go back a little bit um i think it was either the second or third takeover in and when she was in nxt her match with sasha was awesome i i think i did watch that like everyone says you know and for good reason like charlotte's matches were really good there the bailey ba the bailey and sasha matches were good but she had a, a one sprinkled in there that was phenomenal. So anyone who wants to go back and see some Becky Lynch. And her promos now are great, which before I did not. Like, none of the promos did it for me, I think. Too many puns? Yeah, I don't know. No. That was terrible. Oh, when they announced the woman in the bank match, and she just, like, there, I think there's a gift floating around where she's super excited just for the revealing of a briefcase. I didn't. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah I, I, I've eaten my words now because number three right now. And normally, normally I would call Chris out for flip-flopping on this one because he hated her for so long. But I'll admit when I'm wrong. It's okay. It's all good. He's back to, to being on the bandwagon. Becky Lynch at number three. I'm going to put that on my list so I don't forget it. And that is a good number three. I can't argue with it. Uh, my number three is someone who was in the WWE a while back, left, Came back bigger and better than ever. And when I say bigger, I mean bigger than ever. The Rock? Not The Rock. <laughs> this person did not have a 45-minute promo at uh, WrestleMania. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> Sorry if The Rock is listening to this, but that was god-awful. It's uh, not his fault. It's not. Someone told him to go out there with a flamethrower for 30 minutes. <laughs> Anyways, my number three, Drew McIntyre. That's a solid one. It, it's, it's a little off from what I think I would normally do. Um, 
especially considering that I watch every Monday Night Raw on Fast Forward. Um, you watch some of it, at least. I do. Um, Drew McIntyre, just even his little uh, NXT run here was at, at the beginning of 18, the end of 17. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. Um, he came out, and even still, when he's on TV, I ask myself every time, how big is this guy? He is a big dude. Like, I need him to stand next to every wrestler of the past that we think was big. Yeah. Because I just, he looks enormous. Like, I think he has a swagger to him where he, he knows, like... He's the man. Yeah, he looks, he looks menacing in the ring. Like, uh, he used to be tall. Tall and skinny. Yeah. But, like, he's just, his shoulders are huge. <laughs> Is he, like, 6'10"? Like, he's probably a legit 6'5", 6'6". Same with Jinder, though. He came back looking real jacked. Yeah. But even, like, so he's standing up to Braun, and I'm like, they're almost <laughs> eye to eye, right? But, like, Braun Strowman's supposed to be the biggest guy around. Yeah. And I would easily believe He's like this JYD LGN hanging out with us here. Oh, boy. We got the wrestling <laughs> figures here. That's pretty much what they look like. <laughs> he is that tall <laughs> next to the Bone Cruncher Big Show, which is very strange. If the LJN is Drew McIntyre, then a Hasbro would be <laughs> the, what's his name? Dolph. Dolph. But for me, uh, with his run in NXT, um, him coming in, having some great matches. I also watched a nice little documentary on youtube about him on his indie run oh that's good real great talking about how he just had to like start over and you know build his way back up and it ended with him signing with them and showing up on uh on nxt that wasn't done by them though that's no no yeah it was a separate there's a lot of good stuff on youtube Ah, it's a whole nother world yeah god like there's not enough wrestling to watch but there's a lot of good documentaries on youtube i think the last documentary i watched on youtube was the the ECW one that wasn't the WWE ECW documentary? Yeah, yeah. That was pretty good. Well, here's one for your last. So <laughs> put Drew McIntyre into your Google and uh, find that one. I so. will. <clears throat> He's my number three. Number two for Chris. All number right. two current favorite wrestler. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get some heat with the, with the internet in this one. There's too much wrestling right now. Too, too much. You know, you see the same matchups every week. They're all great. Everyone's great wrestlers, but I mean, how many times can we see him? You know, uh, Rollins, Dean Ambrose, and whatnot. My number two comes just when you need him. He's like Hogan back in the '80s. You know, you only need him once in a while. The Rock? No, the Universal Champion Brock Lesnar. I can't hate on that, but I, you, you can... I don't get why everyone hates him. I don't get why people are complaining that the title's not there. We complain that the shows are boring. He's a special attraction. The title's special. Hogan was never on every show. He was on, what, four times a year? And house shows, I guess. And no one cares about house shows anymore. Like, it's not no, the product live anymore. Live events? No. Yeah, that doesn't count. Brock comes in, and then it's a happening. It feels like a big fight. I mean, you have, it's like a UFC fight. He's believable in, like, the Daniel Bryan match they recently had. It's phenomenal. Yeah. I love that match. That was fantastic. Even the Cena, like the beatdown, I'm like, people complaining because it's not a five-star Dave Meltzer, but it told a story. Like, Cena was just getting pummeled by this beast. So, my time is off because we're getting old, and I think that, like, 1997 was two years ago. (laughs) Whenever he came back, whenever Lesnar came back, I can't think of a bad match that he's had. And that has to span... Eight or nine years. The right? Goldberg one. But that was well, no, that, 30 like, seconds? 
You mean, oh, that th- the three that he had? Yeah, the Survivor Series last year, I think it was. Yeah, like, that's, that could have been better, those three matches, because he lost twice and then I beat him so. at Mania. Those could be better. But even, like, I remember he had that squash match against, like, Kofi, and he had one against um, Big Show that was mm-hmm. on a network special. But everything else, his matches with... The ones with uh, everyone, another guy, everyone rags on for real no reason, but him and Reigns are always lights those out. Those were good. It's just too... Hosses ran into each other. <laughs> the Cena ones, even with all the, yeah, the AJ. suplexes, the AJs, um, uh, uh, Triple H, he pulled yep. good matches of all when he like broke his arm and all that. Like, yep. I, our buddy Nick hates Lesnar, <laughs> but I, yeah, I agree. we get together for the pay per view and he is not having any of it. I, I can't yeah. think of, I really can't think of a bad one. No. Like, again, maybe recently <laughs> they've gone down a little bit, but. The thing is, he doesn't work like a Rollins and whatnot, but... I think he did. Didn't he have a... I'm saying, like, the style where... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. awesome ring technician, but I'm like... Some of those, it's so clean, and so... um, There's no, like, missed spot. You know, everything is fluid. These guys are so good at it, where he is, like, so amped up. Oh, yeah. Dropping guys a little bit, like kind of picking up, but it makes it look real. Like it looks like a real fight, and it looks like a big match fight. Whenever he was it, was it Braun that hit him accidentally, and Lesnar <laughs> oh, just yeah. like, eh, eh. <laughs> fucking punched it right in the mouth, jumped up, and then the best was Kane in the background, like, dude, I am going to be a mayor soon. You yeah. guys are let's, let's dial it back a few boys. Yeah, that was good. I, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Lesnar number two, I'm totally fine with. Uh, my number two. If I had to put him up against Lesnar in a match, Lesnar may lose. If, if we're talking real fight, work real fight, fight, anything, this guy's going to tie Lesnar up in a pretzel. You don't see him puck lost as UFC oh. fights, right? <laughs> Are we talking crazy? Is he a current favorite? Can I redo my list? Is he a current wrestler? Oh, JYD just took a big bump. My number two wrestler, current favorite wrestler, Zack Sabre Jr. Oh, I should have seen this one coming. <laughs> I, okay, so I've been accused over the years by a couple of our friends of being a mark for wrestlers, like uh, technical wrestlers. Mm-hmm. It's funny because we always talk about the nonsense that we like, like TNT <laughs> and all that stuff, which I also love. But everything I watch of Saber, there's no match that's the same. Um, mm-hmm. Chris hasn't probably seen enough of it, but no. so, so again, we're not knocking anybody, but you put on, uh, even the best guys, Styles, Rollins, Ambrose, Daniel Bryan, they're going to have the same moves. They put them in different order, but like, it's always, you can kind of see where it's going. Mm-hmm. And it's not a knock against them. That's wrestling. That was Hogan. That was Savage. They have a style. You know their style. You know what's going to... Yeah. He's going to hit the dropkick. Yeah. He's going to hit the knee. Zack Sabre Jr., you can't. Every single match has something different. And he brings it out of different guys. He's like so, a football coach planning, you know, for different schemes. He, he kind of is. It's well, like Urban Meyer of... More like Takamichinoku <laughs> is his, uh, yes. his Urban Meyer. So... Again, I'm not like I'm more into New Japan than Chris is a little bit, but I still am shaky on tournaments and time frames because I'm just getting old and I can't it's so remember. Much to keep up. But on. the the New Japan Cup that he won, so that was three or four matches in the tournament. Everyone was phenomenal. I think he beat 
the top four guys in the company. Like it was, it was insane. The list that he went through. Um, He's one of those guys that I can't watch, you know, every match of every new Japan show, because there's so many good shows with so many good matches. Mm -hmm. But when I'm seeing he's on there, I have to watch his match because it's, ultimately different than anything I've ever seen before from him or from anyone else. I, I uh, give you a hard time about him, but I do. When I watch him, I dig him. Um, yeah, like you said, just like technician, ring work, and reminds me of like Dean Malenko back in the day. I remember growing up just loving mm-hmm. just the way he'd pull different like moves out of the, you know, out of the, out of the thin air on somebody. He's a, a, another guy that I didn't really get to see a lot in England. I've only really seen through New Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, he was also in the uh, Cruiserweight Classic. Oh, really? Which, another tournament that you I didn't not watch. watch no. um, good matches, lost in the semifinals. Um, because Parka? <laughs> uh, we'll get into this another time, but it's him and Abushi really should have been in the finals, but because neither one of them was on a contract, they had them. They I didn't even know Abushi was in there, too, man. Yeah, it was a good tournament. Stacked. WWE has had good tournaments. All of those. The That's because Vince isn't paying attention to the, yeah, the network. It's possible. <laughs> um, so he had good matches there. Um, he's just about to come into Ring of Honor. I think okay. he's wrestling, um, I don't know. PCO? He just got signed to Ring of Honor, so maybe <laughs> maybe uh, our worlds will cross. This is going to be phenomenal. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Zack Sabre Jr. has been around. Uh, I've seen him in Evolve. Um He's done the indie scene, PWG, everything around, and now he's New Japan strong. And Is he a guy you think would sign? I don't know how that would uh, translate. <sighs> Probably not. Yeah, it doesn't but seem... we could argue that about anybody, He'd right? He'd be an NXT like, guy, I feel. He'd yeah. feel great there, but, but I don't know how they would. That's another argument that we'll have. Not argument, but discussion that yeah. we'll have later, that it doesn't matter who you are or if you're a this guy or that guy. Like You're out there, you're... Oh yeah, you're, definitely. You're contributing. You're happy. You're making money. Doesn't matter if you're not a quote unquote WWE guy. Like, you're still good. We still watch you. So this is a good transition out of my number one, who is not a WWE guy. All right, never so, will be. So let's back up just a little bit. So we're gonna rehash our uh, top five here. Chris's top five. Number five was Suzuki. Do you yep. even know Suzuki's first name? Number um, Anora. <laughs> Right? Amora? We're going to edit this out. <laughs> number five for Chris is Suzuki. His number four is AJ Styles. Number three, Becky Lynch. The man. Number two, Brock Lesnar. So what is your number one current favorite wrestler? We were just discussing guys who making money, getting it done. They're not, not a WWE guy, and they don't need to be nowadays. It's the whole different world out there. And my number one, making his earning flipping people with his dick. Joey Ryan, love it. <laughs> Solidified his number one at All In. I was not caught, I was not caught up on the storyline, but good Lord, when the penis druids came out, I mean, can it get any better than that? Holy Lord, he was resurrected by inflatable penises. We seen him recently at a local show. He wrestled oh, Super Oprah. Oh, he teamed with Super Oprah. Um, he was in a tag match. It yes. was it was nonsense. I don't even. And they they worked some phenomenal spots. Oh, God. They weren't high spots, but they they were fantastic. The crowd was loving it. This I... is why this is why Jim Cornette blocked me. Uh, <laughs> blocked 2020 by Parallel on Twitter, by the way. But oh God, 
I love Joey Ryan. I, I can't. I didn't think this is where you were going, but that is a phenomenal pick. Again, uh, not gamble to luck, especially now that he's he's not on anything that I'm watching streaming wise or anything like that. But we call this the GIF era, so you could pretty much keep track on what guys are doing through their Twitter, their Instagrams, and every little bit I've catching a Joey Ryan is just killing me. It's yeah, so good. The last couple of years have been phenomenal for him. It just he's one of those guys that's getting better and better. Yes. Um, as you'll see, of all of our lists and all of our likes and dislikes, <laughs> it's nonsense. The nonsense is the word. Like, we <laughs> love the comedy. We love everything about wrestling. And he epitomizes just making you happy. Like I think we we're both grew up on WWF, larger-than-life cartoon stories and all that, and I think that's what draws us to just characters and things like that. I don't, and... I don't, I don't. I don't get when people hate on Joey Ryan for what he does. Neither do I. It's phenomenal. Um, I just rewatched All In. Yeah. I was dying, dying <laughs> when he came out. Everything they did about that was perfect. Like you really need to go back and watch all the being the elites. Yeah. Cause I, it led up to it, but whew, the Druids. <laughs> it's phenomenal. And he's got a great look, man. He does. What a what a dapper looking handsome man. <laughs> all right. Joey Ryan is Chris's number one current favorite wrestler. I'm not hating on that. That's fantastic. <laughs> so we're going to lead up to mine. Uh, my number five was a split between the team of Grado and Joe Hendry. Number four, they're an actual team? Um, they're best friends. Okay. Um, the, Grado had his girlfriend who was hitting on Joe Hendry, and he <laughs> wouldn't split up the team. Or at least he didn't the last I saw. They're like the mega powers. Um, yes, except they're <laughs> still together. My number four is Pete Dunn. Number three, Drew McIntyre. Number two, Zack Sabre Jr. Yours is very European. It's funny you say that. <laughs> My number one pick, the villain. Oh, I was not for Cesaro. Was going <laughs> Claudio Castagnola. <laughs> um, Marty Skrull, the villain, number one. I'm down with that. I he's another guy who I didn't really watch a ton of overseas, but I think the first time I saw him was in Ring of Honor tag match, him and Osprey versus the Bucks. And he's talked about it on a couple different podcasts where he just knew from that match that he was gonna be friends with Matt and Nick Jackson okay. because they set up a spot and he's like, There's no way this is gonna work. I'm just pulling it out of my mm-hmm. ass and they're like, No, we're gonna try it. And they did, and it was awesome. Um, he had a good couple matches, obviously. I mean, he's had a million matches with Osprey, like mm. in Europe and everywhere. Um, joined the Bullet Club. Uh, phenomenal. That was a cool spot. I mean, I didn't know who he was when that happened, but seeing it, when he pulled out the, the, umbrella. the umbrella and the crowd went wild, that was oh. good. Uh, his match with Okada, I just watched this morning from All In. That was good. So good. <laughs> like, the lead-up about how he's a... Uh, junior and how he needs to be a heavyweight. <laughs> was he telling him to eat the eat carbs? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so good. And just that match. So I was at All In, and I thought it was sweet then. Rewatching it this morning. Oh, so this is your first time watching <laughs> watching it on the TV. broadcast. Okay. Yeah. The match was just it was what it was, and then it led up to towards the finish is just exactly what a wrestling match should be. Yeah. Like, obviously. That. 
you'll know this from us. Like we're not wrestlers. We've never trained. We're just fans for a million years. But Backyarder. Like, the, well, <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah. And there's no real, no <laughs> real reality here. Yeah. We're just marks. But just knowing what we know, the way they set that match up was awesome. Just leading up to, you know, the story, how the, the finish came to be him hitting Okada's finisher on him. Just, it was great. Great it, comedy. It wasn't, a ma- it wasn't a match for gift spots. It was a match that made sense. I feel it, like that's a problem nowadays. You get a lot of matches where people are working for a spot to retweet it. Correct. And uh, there was a little bit of comedy in the match. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Okada called him out for being 205. <laughs> uh, and then grabbed the fingers. I mean, great, great spot with the, the finger snap. Yeah. Um, I don't know how he does that. No, I don't know. Pete Dunn does it, too. Oh, what about... Shane Strickland? Is that who does the... The arm snap? Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> that one. I don't know how the hell he does that. Yeah, we're, we like to uh, believe in the magic of oh, yeah. wrestling. So. That stuff's great. So, yeah, my number one is Marty Skrull. Another Miller. handsome, damper-looking man. He is. I like the man I bun. I never realized how short he was. Not a knock on him. I just... What? He's kind of... He's, he's small in stature, but big and... Yeah. Oh, hard. he's fantastic. Funny. Everything. Yeah, everything that we like about wrestling. And yes, it, it is funny that my top five is all European. It really, yeah. It's, <laughs> you're like you're like Vince, just like let me sign all these guys. You're missing one European though. Which one would that be? Walter. Walter is a good one. Um, he will. I think if we revisit this in a year, if this becomes a yearly thing, like what's our top five of 2019? Walter by then might be on mine because he's a NXT a future guy. Isn't I think he NXT UK. Yeah. We didn't talk about that. They, um, uh, yeah, they have their own. Yeah, so he, you may never see him. Unless they cross over. Isn't that on the network, though? It is, but, I mean, he'll never be wrestling the guys yeah. that... I would just look for his matches, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not hating on that. Um, maybe they'll do, like, crossover war games or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. imagine That'd be him, good. Yeah, imagine, like, him and Pete Dunne. Or, oh Did God. you ever see him and PCO with the Joy Janela? Uh, I've seen gifts of it, that just like good. everything else in the world. Man, he chopped the living shit out of PCO. <laughs> I'm surprised PCO didn't make your list. He's on my honorable mention. Speaking <laughs> of, all right, so we're going to also steal a little from Taz here, and we're going honorable mentions. You just want to name a couple people. Yeah, rapid fire here. PCO, Walter, we discussed. Um, Rusev, come on. Rusev's good. If I watched more SmackDown, maybe I'd be more into him. Um, the Good Brothers, I, they don't get the, yeah. they're not as, not on them, you know, not them but they don't get the, spotlight they did it when if this if this was mid talking shop they'd be number oh, yeah. one Epito- they are the epitome of it doesn't matter i don't think if you're winning or losing or on tv or winning championships mm-hmm. like they're out there having fun making money doing what they like and they need to bring uh south paul wrestling as ongoing series and oh, just yeah. let those two run God. man <laughs> those promos yeah, we can't say enough good things about Gallows and Anderson. Yeah. So. One other honorable mention, my boy from New Japan, Yano. I can't believe I didn't <laughs> put him on my list. We could have a <laughs> we could have a whole whole thing about Yano. Um, I don't think you've seen his two matches with with Omega. No, we, we need to sit and watch those. <laughs> um, phenomenal. I love Yano. Um, a couple. <laughs> this is so funny. Now I'm looking at mine, and you're gonna call me out totally. Um, I was just throwing some names out there. Uh, Austin Aries, I loved what he's. I've always loved Aries. The last year, everyone's kind of shitting on him. Where is he now? 
he's around. Um, he was <laughs> on around. T- he was on TNA. He dropped the world title, um, controversial fashion, if you will. Um, oh, I did see that. I did uh, see that. People are kind of just hating on his attitude. There's one. There's someone that's on work. Twitter that's giving him. Sh- yeah, but there's someone giving him shit, and I just. I've always loved Aries. Yeah, like, I'm, I have no problem with Aries. His Ring of Honor work was awesome. Um, his little bit in 205, or not 205, um, NXT, great. Um, so he yeah, 205 or wasn't he? Was he at a Mania? Yeah, opening? yeah, but was that? It was before it was two. Oh, geez, <laughs> it was before it was two five live. I think it was just for the cruiserweight okay. title. Uh, he was the announcer, maybe. Yeah, that's uh, all good. He's the man. There's um, another little plug skate honor mention announcer, Nigel McGinnis. Oh. I, he's not really a worker, but I enjoy him. He's going to come up in a list later, I guarantee. Yeah. Because I can go on. I can pontificate. You are very European. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, Arius is great. Uh, Samoa Joe. Oh, yeah. That should have been, that was one I missed. Yeah, he's great. He's just right outside. <laughs> Isn't that their bit there? Was, yeah. They are stealing Mike today's bit. Um, Joe is great. He's always been great. And just, I don't know what's going on on SmackDown right now, but there's gifts of him uh, with like a beer and like reading books to AJ Styles and stuff. Oh, no, the... See, this is how out of that's too. Um, that's not to AJ. That's for his feud with Matt Hardy, uh, Jeff Hardy. Oh, really? Which he cut a real nasty promo <laughs> on him, which was. I need to maybe fast forward and get yeah. to that. Joe is someone who he needs the world title. Yeah, like, he, he should be a monster. He could have had the world title. 10 years ago, like, we love NXT, but, like, not saying his time was wasted there, but, God. He didn't need it. Yeah, he could have jumped. Um, Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Always loved Daniel Bryan. And now. (laughs) Oh, even better right now. Um, Thank God he came back. Like, I'm still kind of worried, like everyone is, like, ooh, like, I hope he's not overdoing it. Yeah, you put him in the ring with Lesnar, and you're like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? But I've seen him... Uh, we can we'll talk about this in future podcasts, but I've seen you know a million matches of him on the Indies, yeah. and phenomenal. So glad that he's doing well. Yes, um, I also have Kevin Owens in there. Oh yeah, love Kevin Owens. How like, do I miss that one? Yeah, he's not well because we only have five, and he's not on really much right now. He is, and he's, he's got to be hurt. Speaking of that, Sami Zayn also. Where has he been? But he is he's hurt. He's, he's in he'll, that list. He, uh, he'll come back. Um, yeah. My list, <laughs> looking at my honorable mention list, is very ROH 2006. <laughs> like, it is just straight up. Cesaro. Yeah, but it's, it's, you might as well have Chris Hero on yeah. there. Like, it's all good. Like, that's kind of my era. We'll be talking about this in the future. You know, our favorite eras, I'm sure. Yeah. But Ring of Honor from, like, 04, just all indies from, like, 04 to 8, yeah. 9, 10. I was loving it. Wasn't watching a lot of WWE, but... That was, was the golden age of indies, I'd say, yeah, right? Yeah, uh, until maybe... I mean, 14, now it's a boom, yeah. Until the last, last two or three years, if you count New Japan. But, God, that Ring of Honor era was just great. So that's our current top five. I hope everyone enjoyed listening to us and our nonsense and our banter. Um, as we mentioned, you can uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. That's 20 by 20 pod. 20x20pod. If you want to tell us what your top five is, the current wrestlers, feel free to tweet us, Facebook us, uh, however you want to get to us. Email us, 20by20pod at gmail.com. Tout. Do we still tout? <laughs> um, I just signed up for um, uh, Reddit. 
with 20 ah, by 20. Okay. So I'm sure I don't, I don't know anything about Reddit. We'll I get 200 negative downvotes the first <laughs> post I make. Every post I make on there about wrestling, everyone just hates on me. People so. are vicious, man. They are. The internet is a, a scary place. A, yeah, we're trying to be happy and friendly here. Yeah. So you may hate Chris's top five. You may love someone else. Just put it to the side. We're just hanging out and talking, talking a little trash to each other. Everyone out there is having a good time. You may hate A and B and love whoever. There's no need to take it serious. It's all fun. Everything's fun. Jim Cornette, I'm talking to you. Dave Meltzer, I'm talking to you. You (laughs) asshole. You and your five stars. Which is funny. We'll get into this, too. But I kind of like what he's all about and what everyone makes fun of Meltzer for, for liking. But But I just don't like him. And it's not because, like, Bruce doesn't like him, and I'm not, like, jumping on that bandwagon, but, like, I don't know. Something about him, Cornette, and Russo all don't like each other, and I hate all of them. (laughs) I kind of like Russo. (laughs) Sometimes Russo says stuff that makes me like him, and then it turns out. I mean, listening to him, I don't listen to his show now once in a while, but, yeah, sometimes it's too much. But so all the stuff that people hate on him for, like the head and shoulders, gimmick with al snow getting pinned that's gold to me i love it so and we can double back with this and saying it's all a work (laughs) like we know that they all want us to hate them and they're causing controversy i get it yeah but i just it works yeah because i I can't stand them but that's okay if you like them so be it yeah if they're listening to this awesome I, I like and hate them all. How about that? Yes, it's it's all good in professional wrestling. As I was saying, if you want to give us your top five, we'll even take um, if you, you know, somehow get it to us audio. We'll yeah. play it. Um, I'm looking at you, all of our friends. Uh, send me a, a voicemail yeah. or something, and we'll we'll play your top five from the week before. We'll tie a bow on this one next week. Yes. I'm um, speaking. Oh, not next week, but next episode. Next episode. Probably in uh, 15 days. <laughs> Two a month. I think Two that, a month. That's our goal. We're we're busy, busy people. So yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. We'll start there. Uh, what are we gonna do on the next episode? Do you remember? Do you we're know? running down our personal likes again, but we're gonna go take it back in the time machine a bit and more of our flavor. We're doing our top five of all time. Top five wrestlers of all time. This should get good. This should get heated. Yeah, my list. Just looking at it right now is funny. Um, <laughs> It's tough. Like, we did this a couple of years ago. Our friend Garrett texted us, I think, and we ran down, like, our tw- top 25. 25, yeah. And it was – it's hard. Like, because you don't want to not put people there's on a, there. There's but. a lot to do. Five. There's a lot of guys you could you could hit. My top three are pretty solid. After that, it, it interchanges. Like it's, Yeah, that, mine's the same. It's based on really, like, when you grew up. Even what you just watched, like – I may be watching um, Attitude Era yeah. and say, God, Austin was the man. But I may watch something, uh, TNT from 1986 and be like, God, I loved Roddy Piper. That's I'm uh, currently knee-deep in TNT watching for hopefully a future project here. And, man, Adrian Adonis and Dick Murdoch. Phenomenal. Like, that's <laughs> my childhood. That's a little before your time, yeah. right? But, yeah, that, I, God, TNT was, it's my bread and butter. God, like, those uh, two are so funny. And it's so just off the cuff. There was no permits to get on the streets of New York. They're, <laughs> they're with Mean Gene just, just working everyone they see. It's so funny. Uh, we don't know anything about just working off the cuff. We're very <laughs> professional here. 
All right, so that's it. That's episode number one. Yes. We ran a little over from what we'll we were planning. Down we'll we'll trim it down. We're in that sweet spot, Rocky. Um, <laughs> anything else? Any other uh, lasting um, anything you want to give to the people? Walter, 2019, top, top five. All right. We're going to redo this <laughs> list very soon, and we'll have a totally different list. <laughs> so that's it for us. Thank you for downloading episode numero uno. We'll be back next time and hopefully many times in the future. Bye for now. Who was that from? Eric. <laughs> you can't see. <laughs> Eric the actor. All right. Thanks. See you later.